Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Mark Denham on Atom Radio. Hello, this is Mark Denham. Welcome to the podcast. This week's best bits of drive time on Atom Radio. And it's not very long. There are a few little best bits in there, but... Uh, Thank you so much for uh, streaming this podcast. And if you haven't yet subscribed, don't forget you can subscribe. On the way this week, what are HMRC wasting money on? Uh, How about a woman? What is she wasting money on in terms of getting a boyfriend? A strange way of doing it. Was Amanda Holden cold or upset or angry or just happy to see Philip Schofield? And does Christmas come too early? All those topics and more in this week's Best Of podcast. Top loader, dancing in the moonlight, sad cafe, every day hurts. This is Atom Radio, online 24 hours a day on atomradio.co.uk, on TuneIn, on iTunes Radio and on your smart speaker. Here in the UK, HMRC, that's basically the tax office has spent more than £10,000 over the past five years to say sorry to taxpayers for mistakes by sending them flowers. According to a Freedom of Information request by the Daily Telegraph newspaper, they paid florists a total of £10,298 between 2014 and this year to date. Uh, Despite criticism, the taxman has defended the delivery of bouquets as a more personal gesture for responding to complaints. The best thing about uh, the taxpayer saying, the taxman saying that that is a more personal gesture, if you ever need to phone the tax office, you have to wait about an hour and a half on the phone to actually get through to somebody. So, yeah, um, maybe they are doing something, but then how much of our taxes are paying that £10,000 in flowers? That's another worrying thought, isn't it? This is Christine and the Queens and $5 on Atom Radio. It's 5 to 5. Mark Denham with Drive Time on Atom Radio. Um, Now, before we do the brain teaser, this is fantastic. You can apply for something online right now. You can apply for many things online. Euro Millions winner Jane Park is the youngest winner in the UK uh, of the Euro Millions. Now, she's reportedly offering to pay a man £60,000 to date her after a series of failed relationships. The 23-year-old who became the youngest winner aged just 17, is now launching a website so men can apply for the role online. A source has revealed the process will be filmed for a new documentary set to air next year. Now, I mean, this is amazing, isn't it? She's um, she's loaded, so now she's going to try and buy a boyfriend. What could possibly go wrong with that? Um, the money did allow her, though, it has to be said. She uh, she won £1 million pounds aged 17. She's given 60 grand away. She hasn't won that much, has she? A million pounds that she's giving away 60 grand to get a boyfriend. The money allowed her to quit her £8 an hour job as an admin temp and move out of the Edinburgh Council flat that she shared with her mum. The one thing I will say... Oh, hang on. It says here she's had plastic surgery on her... Plastic surgery on her teeth. That'll be dental surgery. Uh, she's also had her boobs and her bum done, as well as a new car, house and several luxurious holidays. 
So there can't really be much of the million pounds left, can there? I mean, a few years ago, you could have won a million, stuck it in the bank, lived off the interest. But now with the interest rate as it is, I don't imagine you can do that, if I'm honest. So anyway, if you would like to date this lady uh, for £60,000, then you have to Google Jane Park. That's her name. See if you can find her website and you could be in with a chance to, um, to, to get paid £60,000 to, uh, to date this lady. Gigolo. Drive time with Mark Denham. In yesterday's or online yesterday in the sun, I've saved this link for today. Amanda Holden fears that Philip Schofield got her axe from this morning. The Britain's Got Talent judge was set to fill in for Holly Willoughby. The offer was withdrawn at the last moment, with Rochelle Humes getting the role. Instead, Amanda appeared on the show and confronted Phil during an ad break while still wearing her mic. All right, that's not the big news here. The big news is if you saw this yesterday, uh, then there is a picture that goes with this article. Either Amanda Holden was very, very excited to see Philip Schofield or very, very cold. Drive, 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 drive time with Mark Denham. Steve Aoki, BTS, waste it on me. It is 18 minutes past six o'clock on Monday, the 12th of November. The big drive home, thinking about these celebrity things, right? You've got I'm a celebrity, which, of course, has the word celebrity in it. But then would you say that Fleur East is a celebrity? No disrespect to her. Would you say Emily Atak is what she done since the Inbetweeners? Uh, Nick Knowles, I guess you could, because uh, he is actually still active and on TV. But then, you know, um, some of them in these celebrity things aren't really celebrities, are they? And we live in a strange world now where celebrity... I mean, if you go back 20, 30 years ago, celebrity was uh, a celebrity. Nowadays, all you need to do is get yourself onto one of these reality TV shows like TOWIE or Made in Chelsea or other such rubbish. And then you can do the circuit, can't you? You know, if you get on X Factor... For example, look at uh, Ryland. Wasn't really a good singer, but now look at him. He's got a career out of it. Um, so, yeah, in this day and age, to be a celebrity, you have to get on one of these reality shows like X Factor or stuff like that. Then you can do the tour, can't you? Strictly come dancing, dancing on ice, I'm a celebrity, and all that sort of stuff. It's crazy, isn't it, how you become a celebrity now? It's more or less like there's an application process to become a celebrity in this day and age. Drive time with Mark Denny. Squeeze and tempted on atomradio.co.uk. Tempted by the fruit of another. I don't really eat fruit. Anyway, it is Monday's drive time, 14 to 7 here on Atom Radio. Cheers so much for sticking us on today. This life skill then that apparently few of us know, but we all should learn. Sewing. Sewing? Really? Sewing is apparently a, uh, a life skill that every human should know how to do, and it's a lot easier than you might think. Well, really, does every human need to know how to sew? I mean, surely, you know, like uh, life-saving skills perhaps would be, uh, would be a, a better thing for every human to know. This is written by uh, a lady called Cassie Smythe, who was given a sewing machine for her 14th birthday. I bet her childhood was a barrel of laughs, wasn't it? But anyway, uh, she's saying that everybody should learn sewing. I'm thinking more perhaps life-saving skills would be a better way to, uh, to actually learn a skill that you need rather than sewing. I just don't get that. It's the same old story. Drive, drive, drive time with Mark Denham. Alessia Cara, Trust My Lonely on Atom Radio's Tuesday Drive Time. 
19 after 5. We've got two things to talk about in this hour, about things that companies are being encouraged to do. Or one thing companies are being encouraged to do, and the other thing which I totally and utterly agree with. You know when you've got a dog or a cat and you take it to the vet when it's brand new, a little puppy or a kitten, and you get it microchipped just in case it ever gets lost. And then if it gets lost, it gets taken to the vet and they scan it, beep, 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 and it comes up, oh, that's Mark's cat. I'll ring him and let him know we've got it. Well, concern is growing that UK firms are considering implanting chips into their employees to boost security. What's that, in case they go wandering off at lunch and get lost if they get handed in to a different company? They there, beep, 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 beep. Oh no, he belongs to that company. It's crazy, isn't it? Biohacks, a Swedish company that provides human chip implants, told the Daily Telegraph it was in talks with a number of UK legal and financial firms. Oh, thank God, it's not going to happen at Atom Radio. To implant staff and uh, with the devices. One client has hundreds of thousands of employees and probably believes that injecting chips into their workers is easier than issuing them with the security part. Is this for real? I mean, it's not April the 1st, is it? It's the 13th of November. It's not April the 1st at all. Drive time with Mark Denham. Sinclair, World Hold On, atomradio.co.uk, tune in, iTunes Radio and Smart Speaker. Plenty of ways to listen. You've got Mark with you. And cheers for sticking us on today, this Tuesday, Tuesday evening as it is now. You remember I told you a, uh, a few weeks ago about the, uh, the lady that wants to, um, she wants to marry a, a ghost. Okay, she wants to marry a ghost. She wants to have a baby. And she seems to think that this is not unreasonable and is possible does worry me, doesn't it? Amethyst Realm was her name. Well, a 35-year-old school administrator from Japan has married a hologram of a virtual reality pop star named Hatsune Miku. Uh, Miku is characterized as a 16-year-old girl with long turquoise pigtails and a giant saucer-shaped eyes. She's a bit of a phenomenon. I can't say that word in Japan. She's a big thing in Japan. She's actually a computer program and has had chart-topping songs and set out concerts where she appears as a hologram. However, Aikiko Kondo has actually married this hologram. Um, I got married to uh, the Miko of my house. It's a personalized hologram of the singer that floats inside a 2,800 desktop capsule, $2,800. He's paid $17,600 on a formal ceremony at a hotel in Tokyo that was witnessed, or more likely laughed at, by 40 guests. And this is the great stuff. The hologram couldn't make it to the ceremony, so it was represented by a stuffed doll likeness. Oh my God, are you for real? So he's married a hologram. Uh, the, the wife, in quotes, couldn't even make it. He's ended up marrying a doll, a doll representing a hologram. Is this guy okay? I mean, is he okay? He's a school administrator. He's in charge of children. It's worrying. Lately, I've been, I've been thinking. Aswad, don't turn around on Atom Radio's Wednesday drive time. Turn around is exactly what this lady claimed happened to her at Louvre. I can't say it without pretending to be French now. Uh, the blogger, Nusha Say from Australia, was visiting the French capital. When she attempted to go into the museum, she found herself barred from entering. She claims because the security guard deemed her dress too low cut. Following the incident, she's an Instagram influencer, this lady, she expressed her disappointment on Instagram, where she told her 230,000 followers 
that she was heartbroken. Now, that slightly confuses me because I don't understand how you get 230,000 followers if you're not already famous. You know, I don't understand that. How you become Instagram famous without being already famous. I can understand, you know, like perhaps William Shatner maybe has a lot of followers on Twitter, uh, Justin Bieber, etc. But anyway, back on topic. Uh, the photo she posted was the black dress she was wearing at the time. And she wrote yesterday at the Louvre. Sacre bleu. I was stopped at the entrance by a guard for my outfit. There's no set dress code listed on the museum's website. Its visiting regulations state that it's forbidden to wear swimsuits or be naked, barefoot or bare-chested. According to the lady, the guard made the most disgusted and horrible gestures and facial expressions and swore at her to cover up with hate-filled eyes. Now, I have to say, I'm looking at the picture of what she was wearing. It's, um, it's maybe not ideal for a museum, but it's certainly not offensive or anything like that. She's not an unattractive lady. Um, she shared a screenshot of the results of Google search for the dress code as well on the Instagram too. But the thing is, right, if you go in there, there's loads and loads of statues and models and things of naked people. And yet this lady who wasn't naked was denied entry. How does that make sense? How does that make sense, you know? Um, so anyway, good luck to you, Nusha Say. Come and visit the museums here in England. That'll, that'll keep you happy. I'm not aware of too many things. Drive time with Mark Denny. Justin Bieber, Break for Love on Atom Radio's Thursday Drive Time. Cheers for sticking us on. If you're listening for the very first time today, you're very welcome. We do this Monday to Friday between 4 and 7 uh, on atomradio.co.uk, on TuneIn, on iTunes Radio, and on your smart speaker as well. This graffiti then, it's happened in a place called Fallowfield in Manchester in the UK. A graffiti artist has struck, and looking at the pictures, I don't think he's much of an artist, if I'm honest, on Lady Barn Road on Saturday night, leaving at least six homes in the streets vandalised. Some of them were student accommodation. And uh, one student said, we came home from a night out on Saturday and there was a great big <clears throat> on the door. Uh, it's male genitalia, by the way, that has been graffitied on the door. The general consensus is it's pretty funny. It's also quite annoying. Esme Windsor. How posh do you have to be to be called Esme? I say... Um, one wasn't too bothered. She didn't say that, actually. But Esme is a third-year student at Manchester Metropolitan University. said, we weren't too bothered about when it gets sorted. It's actually quite funny. However, some local elderly residents who also live on the street had their doors graffitied as well. They are not so amused with one pensioner saying she'd spent £600 on a new front door after the old one had been kicked in by a vandal. And now this one has been graffitied as well. I guess, though, you know, I guess it's... Certainly a, a brand new doorknob, if you're honest. Um, all we need now is somebody else to come along and spray the knockers. And then, you know, everyone will be happy, won't they? You'll have the full set on the door. A brand new doorknob and a set of knockers as well. This is ACDC and Highway to Hell on Thursday's Drive Time. Drive, 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 drive time with Mark Denham. Now, I did mention a 15-year-old boy and an electric scooter. What could possibly, possibly go wrong? Well, a 15-year-old boy has been given six points on a driving license that he doesn't actually own yet. He appeared in court last month after being caught by officers. They didn't reveal any further details of the offence, but the police has warned children about the consequences of buying scooters for their children. In fact, they've warned the parents about that, not the children. Electric scooters can reach speeds of up to 40 miles an hour and cannot be used on roads or pavements and can only be ridden on authorised or private land. 
Okay. Uh, so under the Road Traffic Act, the police can report the individual rider for not having insurance, a license, a number plate, a helmet, and an MOT. It's an electric scooter, for goodness sake. But anyway, this kid has uh, now got six points waiting for him when he applies for his license. Now, in the UK, you can apply for your moped license, can't you, at 16, if you're going to ride one of those, or you can wait for 17 and get your car license. Can you imagine, as a, uh, a young person in this day and age, it is now almost impossible to get affordable insurance. Imagine if you start, you know, like applying for your license, and then you uh, try and apply for insurance. Yes. So what date did you get your license? Today. And how many points do you have on it? Six. How much is his insurance going to cost now? How can I say what I'm feeling? Drive time with Mark Denham. WhatsApp is now working on an update which could change the way you ask people out on dates forever. We mentioned yesterday the uh, relationship counsellor from America who charges $67 to manipulate your ex into getting back with you. You've approached someone attractive, they haven't called the police yet, and then somehow they agree to meet you for a date. That was what used to happen, then followed by the awkward exchange of numbers, hours of deliberating about the best time to call or uh, to text or whatever, days spent wondering when the phone was going to ring. WhatsApp is preparing to introduce a new update which could change the method of dating forever. It's reportedly working on new software that allows you to share your contact details with someone simply by showing them a QR code. Wait, what? Hang on. So rather than saying, well, you know, like my number is 01234567, you now have to say here, scan this QR code. So still, all you're doing is you're changing what you're actually swapping. You're not swapping your phone number. You're changing your, your to swap now to your QR code instead. So rather than, can I have your number? You're saying, can I have, scan your QR code? This is not that different after all then, is it? It's just, you know, it's just swapping numbers for QR codes instead. Mark Denham with Drive Time on Atom Radio. Atom Radio, playing the music you want to hear. Madonna into the groove, George Ezra before that, hold my girl. You know how Black Friday deals have started, even though Black Friday is another week away. All right, so uh, some online retailers have started their Black Friday already. Well, what would be one thing you would absolutely wish you could buy as an absolute bargain on Black Friday? Would it be a 26-year-old pack of crisps? Yes. A uh, packet of crisps has actually been on sale uh, with a best before date of 7th of November 1992. It's on eBay right now for £16. I mean, who on earth is going to buy a bag of crisps that is that far out of date, 26 years out of date? Who's going to spend 16 quid on that? But I bet, absolutely bet, if we check back after the weekend, it probably sells. They're cheese and onion flavoured crisps, although I wouldn't recommend sampling them now. It's the same old story. Drive, 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 drive time with Mark Denham. You know, if you're in love with someone and you absolutely want to spend the rest of your life with them and you're going to propose to them, a lot of people will go to a lot of trouble over it. You know, they'll maybe book like a weekend away or perhaps book a holiday, buy a lovely ring, get down on one knee and do all that. Well, Tony Brown has apparently scooped the crown for the most romantic man on the planet as he proposed using a Greg's festive bake. A Greg's, is this serious? Uh, the ultimate act of love, it's been called. He got down on one knee outside the Phoenix window, presenting his girlfriend with a ring and a festive bake while asking her for her hand in marriage. Wow, I mean, it's so smooth, isn't it? You know, can you imagine? Rebecca, I love you. Will you marry me? And eat this before it gets cold. 
Drive Time with Mark Denham. Atom Radio, online 24 hours a day. Justin Bieber, Break for Love, on the big drive home. Uh, Christmas is coming. You can't avoid it now. Christmas is coming. It's the 16th of November today, and we are not playing any Christmas music until the 1st of December because it's not Christmas. Now, I did mention earlier, went out to dinner with a friend last night, and we were talking about Christmas, and she is playing Christmas music in her car uh, already, and it's still November. And my retort to that was... You don't eat Easter eggs, do you, in January? You don't go on your summer holiday in March. So why do you play Christmas music in November? You know, if you're a kid and you get an advent calendar because you're counting down to Santa coming, then uh, you don't start opening it, do you, on the 1st of November and then wonder, I've run out of days. You just don't do it, do you? Absolutely not. Beat the intro right now, though, and that's not a Christmas song either. There you go, the best bits of this week's podcast back on Monday for another drive time on atomradio.co.uk and next week there'll be another podcast. Make sure you subscribe, otherwise you'll miss out. Thank you for listening. Denim, Denim. Atomradio.com